I'm Vivian. And I'm Jason. And this is Burger of the Week. Each episode, we discuss an installment of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers, and we create a themed burger based on the episode. Today, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 18. It's Snakes a Village. It was written by Kit Boss, directed by Jennifer Coyle, and it aired March 24th, 2013. The store next door was Miles of Vials, which is cute, but like doesn't also tell me anything about the store. Well, I don't yeah, know. It has what? vials. Lots For what? and lots of vials. Just science? Anything that your science vials? Desires. I don't know much about science, so like... Or vials, apparently. Well, no. <laughs> it reminds me of... Uh, in that old Weird Al movie, UHF, where there's a television advertisement for Spatula City. And it's just this giant store filled with spatulas. That's all it is. It's just spatulas. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. The exterminator van was most ado about nothing. Womp womp. It's cute. <laughs> and we didn't have a single burger of the day because we don't spend any time in the restaurant this week. Which I think is a first for us. Yeah, we're in Florida. Yeah. We don't even have the interior of the restaurant. No, we just have the exterior as they're getting into the car and that's it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. We had a couple of guest actors this week. We had Linda Lavin playing Helen Kellerman. And I guess she's been mentioned in the show before, so that's kind of fun. Uh, We had Sam Cedar as Al and Renee Taylor as Gloria. And a little bit of trivia for this episode... The map that we see reveals that the show takes place in New Jersey, which means that driving to Florida would take about 17 hours. Wow. That's a long time with Gene in the car. Uh, That's a long time in a car period. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That would not be fun to do with three children. (laughs) And they also mess up and go like into Georgia, I think. So that's not fun. (laughs) Must have taken a couple of days. The Belcher family takes a trip to Florida to visit Linda's parents, Gloria and Al. Once they arrive, the kids are devastated to find out the community pool is closed. They're distracted when Helen, an older woman, offers them money to find a snake that ate her dog. Meanwhile, Linda and Bob make a shocking discovery. The retirement community is full of swingers! They also find out that Gloria and Al haven't participated, which leaves them at risk of being evicted. In order to keep them housed, and to keep them out of his house, Bob has a chat with Al about swinging. He finds out Al's fetish and encourages him to give swinging a try. That night, the kids camp outside. Tina and Louise attempt to find and photograph the snake while Jean remains at base camp. The girls get stuck in quicksand, and Jean saves them. Helen's dog Bitsy runs out of the forest, and the kids reunite him with his owner. Bitsy runs away again, and we see him cuddle up to a snake. The family begins the trip back, vowing to never return to Florida. <laughs> All right. What an episode, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely feels kind of like a departure from what we're familiar with the past few seasons. For sure. Everything is kind of the kids get into some shenanigans and Bob has an issue with the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it's very restaurant centric. And this is showing us as viewers that there is more to the show than just the restaurant. Like, they don't need the restaurant to Mm. have storylines. No, and we see them depart from that more and more as the show goes on. Yeah. 
So what did you think of this episode? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, kind of. It was fun. Um, I think I would have preferred to spend a little bit more time with Bob and Linda and the parents. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I guess just the the Python storyline was meh. There were some great moments, but I, I think I really would have preferred to see a bit more of the... Uh, <laughs> the swinging community. Yeah, they were fun. They were really uh, pretty different for this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm at the point in my life now where my parents are actually going to Florida for weeks in the winter. So I feel like Bob and Linda's predicament, you know, like this could be us someday. Hopefully without the swinging <laughs> retirement community. My parents can do whatever they want. I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> um, And I think This is the only episode where the family actually goes on the proper vacation. Hmm. And it's not even that much of a vacation either. Like, they're just going to visit Linda's parents. Like, they're not going on a cruise. They're not going to Bali or Paris. No. I mean, they can't afford any of those things, so... (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) It makes sense that they're going to visit family. Mm Mm-hmm. This episode also made me realize that the Belcher kids don't have any cousins. On my... Yeah. So... Bob, I think, is an only child. We never get any evidence that he has any siblings. Linda has one sibling, and it's Gail. And she she has no kids. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of neat. Like, uh, this is a a relatable experience for me, because on my dad's side, my brother and I were the only grandchildren. Um, My dad had three brothers, but none of them ended up having kids. So we were the only grandchildren on that side. And it's a a different experience than having cousins, for Mm -hmm. sure. You get, like, a lot more focus on you. (laughs) Yeah, I only had uh, my mom's side. And she had several sisters, and they all had kids. So I have a bundle of cousins, like, eight or nine or so. Yeah. You have more than me. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is, uh, this episode kind of started off kind of annoying for me, because immediately there's the trope of, oh, look, somebody doesn't like their parents-in-law. Right. Like, the typical, oh, I don't like your mother-in-law, or she's so annoying, or blah, 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 blah. Starts off that way, Bob would really like to kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we've already seen Gloria and Al. We know that they're annoying. We know they're annoying. They had sex in Jean's bedroom. Come on, they're not great. (laughs) But then, as the episode goes on, Bob kind of warms up to them obviously for the wrong reasons but i think he's just he's seeing them more as people Mm. with their own desires and interests and problems rather than these annoying people that come to visit and take over people's rooms (laughs) and make really annoying noises and sounds and ugh, gross (laughs) (laughs) but again it's another um, family-in-law episode for them that deals with sex. Oh, yeah, that's true. Just Oh, what's up with this? What's <laughs> going on? What's happening here? <laughs> it's what, our second time seeing them in three seasons? I think so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we get... Two for two. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, I did a quick Google um, about swingers, of course. So now my Google recommendations or whatever are going to be all out of whack, I'm sure. Um, but I found a list of tips for swinging and this one had me laughing out loud. Okay. So this tip said showing up to a party sober when everyone else has been drinking is uncomfortable, 
but showing up to said party after everyone's starting having sex with each other? Mortifying. <laughs> like, basically, like, get there early because you don't want to get there when everyone's already having sex. <laughs> oh, you don't oh, want to be man. last in line for that. Yeah, which is, of course, Al's, part of Al's fear, right? He doesn't want to be the last breadstick in the basket. So that's one of the things I was wondering about for this episode. Um, is Al, I don't believe Al's problem is that he doesn't want to participate. It's that he has trouble getting aroused okay. because of all these other people. And so that's why Bob is like, well, there's pills for that. And he's like, well, I can't take them. So that's where Bob tries to find out how to get him more aroused. Right. Yeah. Which is why he asks about the fetish. Yes. Um, yeah, I could see that, right? Like, it would be super nerve wracking to be in this room of people who clearly have experience and you don't. Right. So yeah. that's that's the issue. That's the main issue with this, with Al, right? I think so. I think it's, it's fear, um, anxiety. And Gloria is fine with trying it out, but she's waiting for Al to get more comfortable with it. I think so. Because, like, physiologically, she wouldn't have as much of an issue. Right. Right? Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're picking up what I'm putting down. All right. Okay, yes. good. <laughs> um, I just hope that everyone at the community is using condoms and proper protection because STDs are on the rise for seniors. Yeah. And I guess, like, this whole phen- phenomenon is... It makes sense because swinging was pretty popular in the 50s and 60s. And it's like, I guess, kind of gaining some popularity now. But yeah, it was a bigger deal then. And of course, STDs were not really a thing. Or we didn't really know about them back then. Or Less education. Yes. yes. The education level has definitely gone up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I just can't, I can't imagine being in Linda's position. Like, I get why she is so uncomfortable, for sure. And why Bob is so fascinated. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. I really like Al this episode. He only speaks in complete sentences during the end when Bob is trying to figure out his fetish. Mm -hmm. All the other moments are just him. (laughs) 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 It's really great. Yeah. So I looked up balloon popping fetish. Yes. So now my Google results are going to be all skewed, right? My yep. recommendations. Yep. Um, apparently they're called lunars. Mm-hmm. And there's different categories of lunars. There's the poppers and the non-poppers. So people who <laughs> enjoy the popping of said balloon mm-hmm. versus the people who definitely do not mm. like the popping. And Al clearly is in the first category. It has to pop. Yes. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, he's like, no, it has to pop. Pop, pop. Which is a big (laughs) thing. Gloria doesn't like loud noises. Yeah. We've seen people with balloon fetishes in other shows. Have we? Uh, United States of Terra. Oh, yes. Yes. And (laughs) also... does it for one of her cam people. Yes. And also cake sitting. Yep. Which is another uh, fetish. Yep. It's part of the, I think, the like messy whatever fetish right there's a whole interesting list of fascinating fetishes out there 
Yeah, and this and is definitely not even close to the weirdest one. No, absolutely not. No. And by all <laughs> means, you do you, go nuts. As long as you're not hurting anybody, go to town. Yeah. Just remember your safe word. Yeah. I really appreciate Bob being chill with Al. Yeah, like he there's doesn't... no judgment. No, there's no judgment at all. And then when he tells Gloria, there seems to be no judgment from Gloria. They head out in their robe, which is like, oh God, there's probably a just dress like, code. Be like more dressed than that, please. But he's got his balloons in his hand. She's got the ear phones, the earmuffs, whatever. And they're just, they're going to give it a shot. And I just think that's super positive. I like that. I appreciate that. And then Bob at the end, trying it out for Linda, like, hey, I just found out about this thing. I'm not ashamed to try it out. Let's go. Does this do anything for you? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And also uh, regarding the swinging, like the show doesn't judge when they mention the swinging. It's just Bob finds it funny. And like Linda he's, is... He's, it's not the swinging yeah. that Bob finds funny. It's the fact that it's all these... This whole community of seniors yeah. that he finds funny. And so the show is, in both senses, not telling us that this is a weird and, you know, gross thing to be doing. It's just showing us that there are other fetishes out there and that there's other groups other communities that enjoy these things yeah well we get the we get the judgment from linda's perspective but part of that is those are her parents she doesn't want to think about them doing those (laughs) things right and bob thinks it's funny because it's just so unexpected it's uh it's just kind of silly to think about Mm -hmm. you know yeah but yeah there's no Oh, this is disgusting, and everyone here is a pervert, and mm-hmm. no. no negativity, none, none of that. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah. So Bob's motivation for helping <laughs> Al with his with his fetish would that get him into the bad place? Because his motivation isn't really pure; it's more so they don't have to live with him. Oh, it's 100% selfish. He <laughs> wants them to be able to stay in this community so he never has to deal with them. <laughs> right. But, you know, does the outcome outweigh the motivation? Because it appears to have strengthened Gloria and Al's relationship. Right. At least given them a little bit of a spark. Yes. And hopefully saved their, uh, their housing situation. Yes. So, <laughs> could outweigh the... The negative kind of selfish motivation there. (laughs) (laughs) So the kid's story, you mentioned you don't really like it that much. Yeah, it was, it was meh. But I know that you love Gene's song. It's pretty good. I mean, (laughs) it's not the worst song the show has done. (laughs) Where are their arms and legs? It's not okay. (laughs) I like... I like the kid's story. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, The animals that we see in this episode um, just made me think of like, oh, those wild Florida stories. But then at the same time, I realize I've had encounters with a lot of these animals too. Like I've held a tiny ball python before. I've seen alligators at the zoo. Um, I've had many encounters with bats before not fun um but the idea of like florida still kind of freaks me out because it's like 
in my mind, I picture it as though there's an alligator behind every door. <laughs> well, this isn't Australia. No, I know. Um, but an, an animal that I would like to see in Canada, and we won't because they aren't here, are armadillos. They're oh, cute. Yeah. They look cute anyway. Yeah, they do. I don't know. Floridians, any of you listening to this, people that visit Florida, tell me, are armadillos cute in real life or are they like horrible? <laughs> you know, let me know. Um, and I think the story's fun because to me, it's like Louise would make this really good private investigator and it'd be fun to watch her like do a show that's just her dealing with people like Helen, you know, trying to get money and like saying, oh, she's going to get pictures of them, like taking bribes and meeting with prostitutes. Like, it's perfect. Louise would make a really funny Veronica Mars. And Jessica Jones mixed together. Yes. Jessica Jones's attitude and sass yeah. and Veronica Mars's down to earth, cool, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. <laughs> Plus having Gene be scared of the snakes and then trying to say that he's going to be the, the computer guy. He's going to call me circuit breaker. <laughs> I want a whole episode of Gene doing the like pretend hacker thing from the 90s. I want that. He's the chair guy. I want that. He's the guy in the chair. I want viruses that come onto the TV or the computer screen and they're like dancing around and doing a whole thing. I want all that cheesy stuff. And he to has me. to plug in his keyboard in order to use it, like his musical keyboard. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Oh, no. It's a musical virus. Call in Gene. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was so good. Plus, we get some really fun lines when Tina says, oh, you saved my life or I owe you my life. And Gene says, no, thanks. I've seen it and I'm not interested. <laughs> Harsh, but true. And he also <laughs> dumps out the... When Helen says, my Bitsy used to love harmonica, and Jean mm -hmm. says, you know, I used to love it too, until I heard you play. <laughs> so he's really dishing out the insults. Yeah. I feel like we're not getting a whole lot of Tina in this episode. Mm -hmm. And because we have so many Tina-centric episodes, it's nice to see the other two kids shine equally. Right. You know? It's not a, a person-centric episode, so... That's nice. Speaking of Tina, um, I believe this episode has one of the grossest moments of any episode ever. Oh my ever. god. <laughs> the moment when Tina's spitting in Jean's mouth because he <laughs> runs out of saliva is so over the top. I want to find the writer. You know, just why? Do you want to spit in their mouth? No. <laughs> That's the opposite of what I want to do. But oh my goodness. <laughs> it's right up there with Bob's finger crotch. Like his cut. Oh. That's just gross in a different way. But this is gross like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is pretty gross actually. I recently rewatched um, season two, Bad Tina. And Zeke hawks a loogie and it grossed me out. There's no, no, mm -mm, keep your spit where it's supposed to be in your mouth, please. Yeah, gross. I found this episode, um, Helen Kellerman. I mean, let's just talk about that name for a second. Not really. Great. Yeah. 
Plus, like, what? Are, what's the joke here? She's not. I know. She's there's not no. Deaf, there's dumb, blind, mute. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> she feels to me very much like this part of the story is like a video game. Helen okay. Kellerman is a non-player character or an NPC who, she's a quest giver. She's got a quest. Right. The kids are the players of the game. And she's like, oh, I've got, you know, I lost my dog. You got to go return my dog. I'll give you a reward. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those fetch and retrieve quests. Okay, cool. I respect Helen. She's like, (laughs) she's one of those old ladies, but she doesn't let being old stop her from like enjoying life. You know, she's wearing her horrible cheetah pants. She's got a tube top on. She's got pink hair. You know she's going to the salon all the time and just chatting with the girls and mm-hmm. I think she's fun. You know? Yeah, she's great. She's a an old lady that I'd want to hang out with. And I really like how Louise and Helen have this camaraderie. It's kind <laughs> of like a, they're sassy with each other. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Helen's not the typical like nice sweet old lady who's very unassuming like right she knows what's going on with louise she pegged her from the first moment mm-hmm. yeah um i really liked the night vision scenes when they were showing the view through the camera that was fun yeah they really nailed how eyes look uh, with that night vision mode and louise's eyes just like super creepy yeah very creepy but yeah. it works really well yeah and then the <laughs> when she's talking about her her will, her last will, um, and how no one can get anything because she's leaving it all to her ghost. Yeah, that is 100% going to stay the same. Louise is going to be 100 years old and still leaving everything to her ghost. <laughs> yes. I believe it. So the kids and the parents are successful in this episode, mm-hmm. which does not happen very often. Bob accomplishes what he wants to accomplish, um, the kids find the dog, even though he runs away, they still find him. We don't know if they get the money though. They don't. I don't think they get the money. Right. But, but they, still they still did it. Yes. They still accomplished their goal. So I'm, I'm glad I'm going to count that as a win because this family doesn't get a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So overall, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, nice departure from the typical restaurant thing that we do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd uh, I'd happily rewatch this episode anyway. Yep. <laughs> uh, here's just a little tidbit about Burmese pythons. Oh. Uh, they can be found in Florida, although originally native to Southeast Asia. In Florida, they are actually an invasive species. Ah, they were somebody introduced. Yeah. messed up, brought yep. them over on a plane. They messed up the uh, the ecosystem, and they're generally better predators than anything else in. Uh, in Florida, since they pretty much eat anything. Like, they'll eat any other animal. Would they eat an alligator? Absolutely. Would they eat an armadillo? Absolutely. It has armor. They unhinge their jaw and will eat a cow. No. Oh, they'll just devour it. They'll probably die trying, but... (laughs) um, Anyway, they're also extremely hard to find because they have really good camouflage. So the number estimate of how many pythons are in Florida ranges between 30,000 and 300,000. Okay, I'm never going to Florida. It could be anywhere. <laughs> I'm they not going be, to Florida. You know, See, they're behind every door. It's not behind. alligators, it's snakes. <laughs> right. So, 
Yeah. It could unhinge its jaw and eat me. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't think many people would want that. <laughs> um, Louise's line near, right near the end when they're driving away, when she says, goodbye forever, maybe, to her grandparents. <laughs> oh, it's dark. That's so morbid. <laughs> like, Louise doesn't know how long they're going to live. <laughs> and this might be the last time she sees them. Yeah, that's sad. That's A little bit. That's a little sad. <laughs> uh, oh, well. <laughs> so... Anyway, shall we get to our burgers? (laughs) Sure, let's dive into our burgers. I had a very hard time this episode finding out, coming up with burger names, so be gentle. Okay, how many did you come up with? Three, but you already heard one. So. Okay, I came up with four. They're not very good, so that's why I came up with four. Like taste. I was going over quantity. I was going quantity over quality. Gotcha. (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do, right? Right. Okay. So You can go first. I'll start. Okay. The first one is the bump and brine burger. Oh, I like it. (laughs) Bump and brine. R. Kelly song. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Nothing wrong with the little bump and grind. Yeah, that's the song. (laughs) I don't approve of R. Kelly, but yeah. So the bump and brine burger, um, it's brined. It's uh, How? that's it. Um, Bob will do a little bump bump dance when he gives it to you, and How that's is the it brined. Um, they put the meat in a juice. Oh, and... that's wrong. <laughs> Don't know. I'm trying to come up with names here. So Don't I'm ask completely questions. avoiding flavor. That's good because my last burger will not taste good. <laughs> okay, so that's my first one. Okay. You go. So I had snakes on a plane bun. <laughs> which is just... I mean, you, you roll the patty into a long, thin snake and you put it on a, a hot, hot dog, dog bun. bun and, oh, and you don't put anything on it. You don't put anything on it. And if they ask for ketchup or my, no. Well, then not, it better be no brined substitutions. it should have some taste in there. No substitutions. <laughs> okay. Um, my second is terrible. Uh, so like your first? <laughs> yes. It's the Eager Beaver Burger. Oh, okay. Because Gloria wanted to swing, so she's the eager beaver. So <laughs> it would be what's... beaver meat. Um, is that a thing? I don't know if it's legal. I assume it is. There's probably got to be hunters out there and Isn't stuff. Isn't it a protected... Well, I think it's a protected species in Canada. Okay. Well, they're not advertising that they're doing this burger. Oh, so, so like, like the it's first on the episode, DL. So yeah. like human meat. Yeah, it's on the DL. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you go ahead. Three's a crowd, four's a potty. Four's a patty? So it's a four So a plain burger. bun and then a patty? No, it's four patties. <laughs> oh, it's a four okay. layer burger. Oh, oh wow, that's a lot of patties. That's a lot they of better meat. be very thin. No, we're not talking McDonald's patties. We're talking real Bob's Burgers patties. Oh, God. Teddy would love it. Oh. People could eat it. Oh, that's way too much. That's too much. Yeah, okay, so fine. when I was writing it down, I wrote three's a crowd and four's a party. But then I thought, oh, party sounds like patty. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so my next one is Swing Miso Sweet Chariot Burger. Okay. 
swing low, sweet chair. Yeah, that's the that's yeah, the joke there. I, I, I got it. it okay. It's a miso burger. Uh, yeah. It's got like an Asian fusiony flavor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not great. It's not very Maybe funny. You can put wheels on it, like Bob's. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Comes with the little caboose of fries. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one is the Snap Crackle and Pop Burger. Okay, so walk me through this one. So the Snap would yeah. be Snap Peas. Okay. Crackle would be extra, extra crispy bacon. Ooh. And Pop would just be a side of Coke. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what was the inspiration for this? Snap, crackle, pop, like old people? Snap, no. crackling and popping? Balloons popping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, balloons popping. Okay. That's it. That was pretty bad. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. So my last one is Into the Swing of Rings Burger. Into the Swing of Things. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it would basically be a regular burger, but it comes with onion rings on it. Right. So. So, like, Harvey's Ringer Burger. Yes. Gotcha. That was the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, out of you, my burgers, which one is your favorite? The Swing Miso. Sweet okay. Chariot. I'm really? imagining, like, a sweet teriyaki, sweet Thai, chili. Okay. And miso. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> my favorite one is the first one. <laughs> Snakes on a plain bun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really dumb, but it's I like really it. It's fun. Okay. So let's go. All right. All right. One, two, three. Shoot. Oh. I thought. Okay, never mind. <laughs> one, two, three. Shoot. Oh, I thought what we the were heck? Doing... Okay. Okay, which one are we doing? We do one, two, three, and then we decide. Okay. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Shoot! You screwed it <laughs> I up did, again. I did, I did, okay. One, two, three, go. Ah, you win. Okay, sweet miso. Scissors beats paper. Swing miso sweet chariot burger. Yes. <laughs> that's terrible. I'm trying to think of another vegetable or fruit that sounds like chariot, other than cherry. Swing miso sweet cherry. Ew. Miso and cherry, that's not a good combo. All right. <laughs> well that brings us to the end of burger of the week a multiverse radio production thank you so much for listening the best way to spread the word or show your support is by leaving us a rating and a review on itunes and of course just like telling your friends you know yeah yo i heard about this sick bob's burgers podcast scoop it up yeah flip it grill Put it. it on a bun give it to your friends all right, you can find us on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast or send us an email at info at multiverseradio.ca. We also have a no context Bob's Burgers Twitter account. I post random fun screenshots. Go and check it out. Next time, we are going to discuss season three, episode 19, Family Fracas. Ooh. Family Fracas. Family Fracas. Bye. Bye.